Ash Call podcast back again for another week. Brian Curtis is still MIA. I think he's purchasing a small island somewhere near the Bahamas. And instead, we have our trainer, Lori, here. Lori Harris, one of our amazing trainers. And you know, Lori, uh, as humble as she is, came from humble beginnings. She was a student with us. We played one of her calls on Cash Call. We destroyed it. And then she said, wow, that's amazing. I love getting punched in the face. Let's do it more. And eventually, Lori worked her way up to being a trainer for us. She really gets the material. She executes the material amazingly. So welcome, Lori, to Cash Call. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks to Dale. I stopped making it weird a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, so that was like an ISA handoff. Lori was an ISA for a, a, a successful team in Texas. And, uh, you know, she was an awesome ISA. We made her awesomer. Uh, and so now she wanted to get beamed up, and here you are. So today, we do have a call that you brought, right, Lori? Yes, I do have a call that I brought, and we're going to listen to it together. That sounds good. Yeah, why don't we go ahead, let's go ahead and play the call. I'm going to let Lori take the show over. We'll let Lori play the call. We're going to let Lori coach to it, uh, and then we have a couple of announcements that we'll make about some exciting things that we're doing within my training company, right? With with uh, Pipeline Builder and our Players Club role-playing group, all that sort of stuff. So, Lori, do you want to share your screen and share your sound? And we'll go ahead and listen to this call. And do you want to, do you want to tee up the call for us at all? Like, do we need to well, know anything? Well, actually, um, it was a uh, one of my clients who just sent it to me via email, and he shared it via this iCloud situation that I'm having trouble managing. So why don't I go to one of those other calls that we have um, handy? Give me two seconds, and sure. I'll get there. Why don't you forward me that iCloud thing? Let me see if I can get it downloaded. Okie dokie. And then in the meantime, pull up some other call. We'll listen to it. So you, so Lori being a trainer for us has many clients that she trains. And so you're, you're listening to people's calls all the time, all the time. time. So Lori, if you, if you're able to multitask so that we can keep people interested while you're clicking buttons, do you see any commonality among issues with these calls that get submitted to you? I see that a lot of times clients, um, forget their training because they haven't practiced enough and then they just kind of don't know where they are. In the middle of the call, they can't remember where they were next. They're a lot of ums, a lot of hesitation, and then just finally surrender. And uh, that usually happens in the beginning in the first call review, maybe the second one, I notice that happening less. And then the more confident they get, the more role-playing they do, 100% of the time that stuff goes away and it's replaced with confidence and almost excitement because they're now leading conversations. Right. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is when we work with team leaders, so, you know, team leaders, it's very frustrating. And I, I've been a team leader um, and, you know, you're like, man, I trained my people. I told them what to do. They practiced it. It's not working, right? They come back to you. They tell you that the leads suck, that it's not them. It's something else. And you know what's funny, Lori, is that when we play these calls, which is what you just said, right, even with our students who come, they learn, they practice, they sound like they know what the hell they're doing, and then you play the call and they shit the bed and don't do anything that we train them, right? They don't do what we practice because they haven't, a lot of times they don't make the connection conceptually from concept to actual application in the real world. And then they have to hear themselves not executing in the real world enough that they stay focused on it 
practice it more in order to carry it through into real life. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with the theme of embarrassing myself today. Okay. I'm going to play the call that I uploaded way back when in my early days, since we're talking about how people can grow, you know, that's the biggest thing about call review is that there's some hesitation to do it, but you can't grow or get better. Mm -hmm. If you don't inspect what you expect, as a former yeah. employer of mine used to say. So I am I am willing to be vulnerable even now, especially then. I've never done this before. I probably haven't even listened to it myself because it's so cringy. <laughs> but I'm going to play back this call that I submitted to you before. That's great. That's and cool. In, the meantime, in the meantime, yeah, forward me that iCloud thing. I did. You know, I, okay, I did. It should be in your inbox. All right, go for it. You can just share your, oh, here it is. I got it. Yeah, you could just share your screen and share your sound. I got it. It downloaded from Brian, right? Yeah. Have you listened to it yet? Not, uh, no, I haven't. Do you want to do that instead? No, that's cool. Play your thing. Okay, I'm not having seeing where share share sound is, but I'm going to play because usually you can oh. just hear it. Okay, well, um, if you don't mind, I'd love to just kind of tell you who I am and, and the group I'm associated and what our what our process is. We think it works pretty well. Um, so I work with a Keller Williams group, and there are several agents that have lots of experience and, and knowledge about the option market. I am not one of them. I'm a client concierge, and my job is to ask too many questions and try to really zero in on what's important to you, what your timeline is, what your budget is. And then I match you with an agent who specializes in what you need. And so uh, what I would do is I would connect you and match you with one of my partner agents who could then just give you what you want. So my role is to see if that's something you're well, interested in, which it sounds like you might I, be in and schedule really a time. Don't have okay, at that point you stopped me. And you coached me. Yes. And so do you want me to talk about it? Or I want you to talk about it. Yes. I want you to talk about oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this is a pretty classic issue that we hear with newer salespeople who are ISAs. Like you're, you're telling this person explicitly what the situation is. Hey, I'm not the agent. Um, I work for these people and they're the agents and they're awesome and they can do what you need them to do. And it's just overcomplicated, right? So if you think about it from the consumer's standpoint, I'm talking to you. You are not a completely, uh, you know, uh, horrific salesperson. Uh, and so I'm trusting you. I'm working with you. And all I care about is buying a house or selling a house. So let's, instead of telling them how the sausage gets made, just pretend that you're the person buying or selling the house with them. You're working with them. Don't overcomplicate it. Make it simple. Don't make it hard. Hey, Lori, that's fantastic. We'd love to get you into the dream, uh, you know, the home of your dreams. I'm going to connect you with my neighborhood you're interested in specialist um, because they have all the up-to-date homes that are currently available. I'll have them give you a call. Uh, actually, you want to see if you can do a live transfer. But if you can't, you know what I'll do is I'll have them give you a call. Does tonight or tomorrow morning work best for you? That's it. Boop. I don't have to oversell the team. I don't have to sell the transition. I don't even have to transition. I'm with you. It's just... I'm not going to show up at the house that you go first to go look at, right? It's just going to be like a sleight of hand, like street magic. Poof, I'm gone. And people almost never notice. It doesn't even yeah. matter. 
I really appreciated that correction. I was one of the, I was an ISA like a lot of the clients we have who haven't gotten the, the right training to have the confidence to know that they are an equal and on the same level partner in the company as anybody else. I used to think I'm just an ISA, so I'm going to match you with someone else. I think your words were, this is not a dating site. You're not matching people. That's weird. <laughs> Stop doing that. And you taught me to like use the word partner and to position myself correctly and have that confidence that I am an integral part of this business. And, you know, ISAs will rule the world one day. Hey, yeah. there you go. Specialists. And so the world thank is you again for that. And for all the ISAs out there listening, yes, definitely. You're not a matchmaker. You're awesome. And you're a partner and as important as everybody else on the team. Don't make it weird, right? Do not make it weird. Don't make it weird. Hey, Lori, I got this really awesome guy. You're totally going to want to make out with him. He's amazing, right? I'm going to set you two up. None of that crap, right? Um, <laughs> that that so, happens later. <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, when we talk about the training, that kind of handoff thing, again, from the consumer's perspective, they don't need to know what the pay grade is or what the allow, you know, what the hierarchy pecking order is. They don't need any of that kind of stuff. It doesn't concern them. That's the internal processes that only matter to us. And so we don't need to expose them to that kind of stuff. Just make it as seamless as we can. Um, and likewise, I want to tell everybody listening that the reason that that's important is because they will have built a certain amount of rapport and trust with you. If you say, hey, complete stranger who's built a tentative amount of rapport and trust with me, I'm going to give you to some other strange salesperson and you're going to, and I want you to give them your trust and rapport that breaks down. That gets weird, right? Instead, you don't leave. I am trust and rapport. I have trust and rapport. This is the next step in the process, but don't be explicit that you won't be part of it. And there will be some other strange person. So we just make it smooth in that way. And I hope that that resonates with people because essentially that's what happens. If it sounds like to me, the consumer that I'm going to have to, um, find, I'm going to have to engage with a new strange salesperson and recreate rapport and trust. That's where it gets weird. That's where the breakdown happens. That's when people ghost you and don't answer your call or don't answer your agent's call. So true. So, Do you want to try playing? Should we try playing Brian's call since we have that down? Yeah, that'd be great. I know he's probably listening and he would love it. Brian, shout hey. out if you're listening. Shout out to Brian if you're listening. Did Brian, hopefully Brian wanted this played? Oh yeah. Well, he loves it no matter what. Okay, great. Well, we're taking your word. Well, Hello? he really likes you. Hello, Destiny. This is Brian with the... Hold on. Hold on. Hello. Hello, Destiny. This is Brian with And I was giving you a call because... You were on a home search site looking at homes in Phoenix, and I was just curious if you were looking to make a move or if you were just window shopping. Excellent execution, Brian. You matched the first word. You went in confidently who you were, why you were there, what you wanted to know. Excellent. You stuck the intro. I was just looking because um, I won't be for a little while, but me and my um, fiance were looking at homes, that's all. Oh. All right, great. So now everybody listening, is she going to buy a house today? No, she said it won't be for a while. So hopefully Brian, hopefully that's stuck in Brian's filter and Brian is trained by us. 
hopefully we'll see I, we haven't previewed this we don't know where it's going to go right i can tell but, you let me interrupt real quick he sent me an email with this call and he said um i keep running into this rebuttal and i don't know if i'm approaching it right uh they're just looking and every time i ask she acts like she's tired and she's just looking she's just looking she's not going to do anything and i'm frustrated all right great let's hear it so not right now won't be for a while got stuck in the filter we need to figure out why it won't be for a while we have to figure that out because we want to sell her a house now or sooner okay do you guys currently live in arizona yes good he's doing good man do you currently live in arizona he went to one of the safe questions he's killing it okay nice do you, uh do you guys own your home no okay so so are you renting home yeah okay and now i would break We've just asked some straightforward process questions and she's not offering up any other information. She's doing yes or no questions. So let's role play that right now, Lori, and I'll show you how I would change it up. And I want you to be her with the just no and yes answers. Okay. Um, uh, so Lori, are you planning on buying in the near future or just window shopping at this point? Yeah, I'm just looking. Oh, okay, great. Do you currently live in whatever the area is? Yeah, I live here. Oh, okay, great. So are you renting or do you own? I, I don't know. No, okay, got it. So you're renting. What neighborhood do you live in? Because I live in so-and-so neighborhood and I love it. I, I don't know how long you guys have been there, but I've been in my area for like six years now and, and I really have no intentions of going anywhere. What neighborhood do you live in, Lori? Oh, I live just south of so-and-so. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. Oh, that's excellent. Listen, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think we have much better tacos over here in my area. Are you, are you, what do you, what do you think? What's, what's your favorite restaurant in your neighborhood? I, I want to see if I can. I mean, Dale, nobody makes better tacos than me. So I don't even, okay. restaurants can't even compete with me. Okay. All right. Everybody listening to what I'm doing. I shared personal information, asked personal info. I'm trying to engage you in a conversation, not a discovery. I switched out of discovery. What we just talked about had absolutely nothing to do with buying or selling houses because this woman does not want to talk about buying or selling houses. And if I can't engage you in the discovery about buying or selling houses, then I want to switch immediately after about, I would say after three of those like discovery questions, which is what he's doing, and he's just getting flat answers, then go to like a, a speed dating round, okay? Hey, what neighborhood do you live in? I live over here. What do you think about it? Blah, blah, blah. What kind of restaurants do you like? You know, that kind of stuff that people like me normally wouldn't talk about, but I do it on purpose so that we can make a conversation go forward. That's what I would do, Brian. Let's hear what Brian does. When's the lease up? Well, we're, we're, we're a young couple, but um, we're still with our parents because we're helping them with their financial issues. Oh, gotcha. That's awesome. So you're living with your with your parents? Is that what you said? I'm, we're living separately. Separately? Gotcha. Okay. So you're living with your parents uh, and uh, he's, he's living with his? Is that? Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So now I understand. So he's with his parents, you're with yours, uh, which is probably really good for you guys. It makes it a little more flexible, I'd imagine. Uh, when oh, yeah. you guys are trying to find your own place. Um, mm -hmm. When are you guys getting married? Um, we... What, 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 Did they say they were going to get married? I think she mentioned that it was her fiancé. 
Um, we're, let me I'm going to see if we can find it. Separately. Issues. Oh, God. Well, we're, 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 young, we're a young couple, but um, we're still with our parents. We're helping them with the financial issues. I Financial issues. I don't. I didn't hear her say fiance anywhere. I think that the, the married question was a little odd. Let me see what happened. We're not positive yet, but maybe. Okay. The, the, when you guys look to make a purchase, like before the wedding or being married. Um. I think we, yeah, it was in the beginning. We're thinking about 2025. Oh, 2025. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And that's a, the when you guys look to make a purchase, like before the wedding or shortly after, sometime. We're not positive yet, but maybe. Okay. Gotcha. So what have you taken in consideration when planning the purchase? Oh, terrible question. Well, I don't, he's, um. I think that was a terrible question because she's kind of a one word answer person. You're really pulling it out of her. And he just asked a really big question, which is what have you taken into consideration when planning the purchase? we have to keep asking her kind of small questions or we need personal sidebar conversation where we're engaging her, uh, you know, celebrating the fact that she's going to get married. That's awesome. Or even, you know, uh, talking a little bit more about how she's being financially responsible and supporting their parents and helping them out. And that's fantastic. Uh, and maybe just getting a little more into the personal stuff there. She doesn't seem to be she doesn't seem to be resistant to sharing. I think that she's resistant to all this sales oriented talk is the issue because she's not ready for the sales part. And so, you know, if she were like really protected about answering things, then we would stay out of the personal realm, but she's fine answering things. So let's go more into the personal story, get off the sales stuff because she's opposed to it. She's like resistant to it. That's what I'm hearing. Did you have anything to say, Lori? Yeah, I was just going to say that's this is such a good reminder that, you know, learning sales discovery questions and having strategies and being prepared and knowing how to lead conversations is all well and good, but it doesn't supersede being a real person and tuning into the other person on the other side of the phone and kind of following who they are, their personality. You hear this uh, meet them where they are phrase all the time. And I think she's reminding us that we have to do that. We don't abandon our training. We just remember when and how to put it in action. Yeah. I would also say this, Brian is well-trained, but Brian is showing up as a salesperson. Is this lead ready for a salesperson? Not at all. Clearly not. Okay. Clearly not ready for a salesperson. So Brian needs to shift from salesperson to buddy, to salesperson to buddy, in order to stay in this zone and have less resistance to him. Yeah, and nobody's a better buddy than Brian. I just want to put that out there. Good, man. We need to get, we need to do some buddy practice with Brian. Mm -hmm. He bought a home for his parents. So we were gonna, we were just really looking like we, we weren't doing it right now. We were just looking. Right. Like that's all. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely that's totally fine. Uh, we have a lot of people that just go in there to look. They go on there to look because they're looking to do something now, or they go on there to look because they're doing, trying to do something at some point down the road, which is totally fine. We're yeah, not in a hurry. Right. So we want to make sure that we're there for you when 
you need us, uh, but we're also giving you information along the way that can help you plan accordingly so that you're not, you know, shooting things in the dark and you're not uh, being caught off guard by anything when you do decide to buy a, purchase, buy a house, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So that's, we're just here to help you get prepared. This is what we do day in and day out. So we have a lot mm -hmm. of resources that we'd like to provide to you so that you're, you know, in the best position possible when you do decide to make the move. Mm -hmm. So have you guys narrowed down like an area that you guys wanted to be in? Not really. We were just looking, that's all. Like that's what we were just, we haven't really discussed it yet because we're focused on other things. So we were going to wait until later. Yeah, so I think that what Brian was trying to do there is he's trying to um, explain to her why he's having this conversation with her in the hopes that he's going to get her to open up and have more conversation with him. And it's because he just keeps showing up as a salesperson focused on the sale itself. And if we already know that she doesn't, she doesn't have, people can't articulate a whole lot of planning or strategy or process if they don't have it yet. She doesn't really have it yet. Okay. So I think that we can help Brian recognize that a little bit faster. And then, you know, I think here, I would just see if I can get them to go look at a couple of houses with me. And, and I might do that a little bit sooner when he did his monologue about what he's trying to do and why. If I recognize this, I might say, hey, got it. You know what? I love looking at houses all, all the time too. I've been in the same home for six years now. I have no intentions of moving for like the next 10 years. But my wife and I both love houses too. We're always looking. Have you guys been out to look at any of the stuff that you're seeing on the internet yet? No, no, no. We're just looking. Haven't seen anything yet. Got it. Okay. Well, listen, I do this all the time where I personally like to go and just walk through homes so I can get a feel for the layout and the size of the rooms and the finishes so that when I'm looking at just pictures online, I have a better idea of how it feels inside that house. I'm going to be out this weekend. I'm always looking at houses. Do you guys want to go look at a couple with me? No, no strings attached, no obligations, nothing. It's just fun. We like looking at houses too. Do you want to do that with me? I'm just going to ask, can I get face to face with this person? I don't care that she's not getting married until 2025. I'm going to see if I can get you to go and walk through a house with me so that I can get face to face. I can solidify that relationship. Maybe I'll get you to move forward sooner. But if I don't, and you go back into my database and you're on my email drip campaigns for the next year or two, at least I'm still going to be that one agent that you got face to face with where all the rest of them, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think when in the chat, somebody just wanted to know the benefit of getting face to face now. And I think you just summed it up. I mean, we got, we're real people. They're going to remember the real person who drove them around and had a laugh about something that came up and yeah. they're not going to want to work with anybody else who said, Oh, you don't want to do it now. You don't matter to me. I'll yeah. talk to you later. Samantha <laughs> asked this. Samantha said, wouldn't it be better use of Brian's time as an agent to table it for a while since they're so far out? Here's what I would say. If Brian is already so busy that he's on two or three appointments every afternoon, Monday through Friday, then yes, it's not a good use of Brian's time potentially. If Brian isn't already on appointments two or three times uh, every afternoon, Monday through Friday, make the ask, man. Because if this, the likelihood is this person's going to say no. And even if she says yes, we're only going to go out one time and look at a house or two. And if this person goes out one time to look at a couple of houses with you, they are much closer to being ready to execute or willing to execute than what she's saying right now. 
Good. All right. Cool. Hopefully that's helpful, everybody. Lori, while we're here on Cash Call, thank you so much for showing up last minute since Gabe wasn't here. And I will be sure to give Gabe some crap about that, but we'll make sure to get Gabe from Wailopo on here in the near future. Um, I wanted to tell everybody a couple of things we have going on. In terms of coaching and training, we have our 12-week intensive called the Pipeline Builder, where we support people Monday through Friday with training classes. And Lori here teaches some of those training classes, right, Lori? Yes, sir. Yeah. And then you also do a weekly accountability meeting in a small team. What happens in those accountability meetings, Lori? Uh, you know, we just punch them in the face. We abuse them. We rake them up and down the coals. It's kind of like Tony Robbins. Not true. <laughs> Not just true, not true at all. Just kidding, just kidding. No, we are your support system. We're your encouragement. We keep you focused on your goals. We kind of like surgery, go in and figure out, you know, how to make things go in a better direction, get underneath what was really going on, help you make plans and figure out what your next move is. It's very strategic and it's very collaborative. Yes. And now we're rolling out the Players Club, which is a role-playing group where you can organize with other interested parties who want to role-play our strategies and techniques and dialogue and meet inside of our prospecting room so that you can get warmed up, get warmed up for your lead generation time block, or practice our techniques and strategies with other members of our company. So Wait, the what? There's like an organized central place where I can go and find other people who already want to role-play with me? Yes, you can. And I don't you just have to have troll to... on Facebook and ask strangers in another time zone if they'll meet me. Nope, no more Tinder requests for role play partners. Doesn't work very That's well. That is amazing. <laughs> uh, yes, so it's called the Players Club, and it's open to all of our uh, all of our clients. So if you're a client listening to this, you need to get into the Players Club. It's a private Slack uh, workspace where you can meet other people and coordinate to do role play inside our prospecting room. And if you're not a client, I don't know what's wrong with you. You should be. But thank you for joining us for Cash Call. Lori, thank you so much for joining us today. Certainly my pleasure. Bye, everybody. See you next week. No, not next week. We don't have one next week. It's Thanksgiving. Right, he week. wants to know if there's a place to find stuff. Place to find scripts and dialogues. I'm new to Wailopo and Fub. Raheem, yes, there are scripts and dialogues within the recordings inside Wailopo and Flub. Uh, Fub. <laughs> Uh, if you want to train with us, Rahim, you get access to our materials. Uh, so inside follow-up boss, Rahim, if you go to the top right corner, the question mark is follow-up boss Academy. Within follow-up boss Academy, you will find our nine module video training course called Conversion University. Then when you go see that and you see how amazing it is, come and do live training with us and you'll get a discount. All right, everybody. Good seeing you. See you in two weeks. Bye-bye.